0: That meme or that e-card stupid thing that people share on Facebook and it's like clothes that you've worn once and are not ready for the laundry, welcome to the chair. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody has
1: that space. It's just like handbag, coat, yeah. tops, I, this the black morning, singlet I, you wear
0: underneath under all other it items really of clothes. Where do you put that? Yeah.
1: I literally today on the other side of the bed mm-hmm. was a mound of the clothes of the week. <laughs> your room is so bad. <laughs> your room gives me anxiety. They <laughs> have nowhere to put things though. Laundry basket. I don't have laundry. Long- well, I have no space to put my laundry basket out. Mm. I have a whole house of things in one room. So yeah. the it's not a floor drobe. I- I'm not that bad. It's not that bad. I have like a bed drobe.
0: Yes. It's all on your bed.
1: Yes. Um, can I tell you one more joke? Yes. Go ahead. This is my favorite one ah. from year seven. Uh-huh. There once was a bus made entirely out of wood. It had wooden wheels and had wooden seats and a wooden floor and a wooden roof and a wooden steering wheel. And guess what? What? It wouldn't go. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> That's so dumb.
0: Does uh, it smell, still smell like piss like most buses? <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Gross. All right.
0: Hello to my friend Finch. Welcome. Hi, P. Hello, hi. Hi, hi, hi. This is Bitch Please, where we talk about women in the media. Well, let's get into what we want to talk about this week. P, who have you okay. chosen to
1: talk about? Sorry, I just had to go off mic so I could burp. <laughs> That's so what happens when you uh, afternoon podcast. Sorry, everybody.
0: I, this week we're talking about princesses. So we're going to chat a little bit
1: about uh, Taylor Swift and pop princess yeah. and megan markle although i think it is it megan m-e-g-h-a-n is that megan you got me megan megan well let's go with megan megan i feel megan is more naturally australian thing to say megan yeah. seems megan is so foreign. american it's like when they say craig <laughs> yes. it's craig <laughs> they just don't hit those a's the way no. we do it's craig <laughs> yeah it's uh, not craig Or well, do you want to do you want to start kick us off Sure. Let's go over Taylor Swift, shall we? Who that? She is
0: still a very young woman. She's only she's about to turn twenty-eight Ugh, in it bums December. Me up.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: She was born in Pennsylvania and didn't move to Tennessee until she was fourteen. So that southern oh. accent is fake. Oh, I thought she was born and bred. Oh no. <gasps> okay. Uh, she's worth two hundred and eighty oh, million dollars. it. She has ten Grammys, twenty-one Billboard Music <sighs> Awards, eleven Country Music Awards, a Brit Award, and one Emmy. Oh, which was for the Original Interactive Program category for Amex Unstaged, The Taylor Swift Experience, which she executive produced. It's basically like sponsored concert video, I imagine, that she just got an EP credit on. Wow, and she won an Emmy for that. Yeah. Uh, She has sold more than 40 million albums, making her one of the most commercially successful popular female singer-songwriter artists of all
1: time. At
0: 20, would you say 28? She's not even 28, man. She's so young. Um, Wow. So... You know, the Kanye incident.
1: Yes, I'm glad I want to talk about this. Really
0: turned her into a pop culture icon. So this was the VMAs in 2009, the whole I'm going to let you finish thing. Uh,
1: she was only 19 at that was time. she 19? Yeah. Um, wow. That wow. That was such, such a moment for her. That, were, that was so iconic for everybody because it was so polarizing. Either you were like, Kanye, well said, mate, because he was supposedly sticking out for Beyonce. Yeah. But also this young girl had just won an award. Yeah. And he was literally raining on her parade. Yeah,
0: like just totally taking away her shine there. No one has ever done that or since. Because
1: well, you just uh, don't, right? You, you <sighs> sit there and you silently see, then you, you know, you golf clap.
0: Well, he did it in such a public way.
1: That only Kanye can do.
0: Yeah. He's a bit of a cock. Anyway. Uh bit of. It looks like they say a bit <laughs> <laughs> So did it looks like more? Kanye and Taylor were going to collaborate at one point. There was a lot of back and forth. Yeah. Um... Um, it looked like they were going to do stuff together. So it was all like, oh, no, we're cool. We're sweet now. Um, We've mended the... Yeah, but there was still like tension apparently at award shows or whatever. And then in 2016, he released Famous with the line, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bitch famous. So she at first denied um, that Kanye had asked her permission to release that song with that lyric. She said she didn't support the misogynistic messaging at all. Kim... Kardashian, Kanye's wife, called her a snake, saying "bullshit, bitch." You knew we called you. You were full fine with it. Um, so there's this back and forth about like, did she or did she
1: not? Bums then- me out that this early in our podcast life, we've already started. Oh, we talking about Kim already Kardashian.
0: Men- mentioned the Kardashians. <laughs> I'm very sorry. It's okay.
1: We will. My mission in life will be to avoid that until I cannot avoid avoid it any longer.
0: So I'm I'm quite keen to talk about them because I think they're fascinating. But really, yeah.
1: In in what sense?
0: Well, I think we've we've got to this really strange point now where we're not celebrating success anymore. We're celebrating people who are influencers
1: and that is undeniably their family, unfortunately. It's what we're talking about. It's what is... And influencers should be one thing, but they are only serving to influence and promote themselves, which they, is where I get caught in the loop.
0: Yeah, I guess it's just it's their obvious um, self-promotion and the fact that they've almost... They've turned their family dynamic and everything about their lives, they have commercialised it. Yeah. Which I, I think is an interesting strategy. It's something worth looking at, whether okay. it's sad or, okay. you know, disgusting or we don't want to give it any more airtime. Like, I think it's still <laughs> worth examining how uh. they can sit down and eat a fucking salad and that can become a newsworthy item for years. Yes. Like, there is still fucking clickbait, like... Yes. I wonder what that big salad is that Kim eats. But that says more about it. And I I fucking clicked on it. And I'm like, where did they get this giant salad in the plastic box? (laughs) I clicked on it.
1: That's the tide that we want to change. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Sorry. sorry, So back to uh, the feud. So Kim and Kanye then shared the Snapchat recording of that phone conversation between Taylor and Kanye. And you can hear that Taylor did, in fact, say very clearly, yeah, that's okay. I'm cool with
1: it. Um, so she lied. And have they? But do you hear him saying the line to her? Yes. Okay. So yeah. he's, he's being specific in it. He hasn't just gone. I'm gonna write a song about you. Okay.
0: <laughs> so racist.
1: <laughs> so terrible.
0: But yeah, she. Yeah, he does. He does. He is quite direct and says, "This is the vibe I'm going for." Okay. This is. Um. Are you cool? And she's like, "Yep, I'm cool with it." So she lied. Okay. And got busted for it. So when people talk about how someone has receipts, that's where that came from. Kim had the receipts. She had the proof. Oh, okay. That's where that started. Okay. Um, so the first single off Taylor's new album is basically one big swipe at all of her enemies, including these two, uh, that she hasn't forgotten the backstabbing. She ha- She's, she's going to clap back to anyone who challenges her or tries to drag her down, which speaks to the petty bitch in all of us. And yeah. It's <laughs>
1: taking names and yeah. I'm just crossing them off my list. It is
0: peak high school mean girl,
1: really. So The thing I don't get about that is – that that was years ago. It was. She has not forgotten. She she's never not forget. forgotten, and she's come out, and that's that single number one. So this is what I'm all about. Yeah. This is this is the gaunt that I'm lying down. I'm mm-hmm. not. Um, I'm not getting over it. Mm. Is it weird to say that I? That was the last thing I thought she'd do. She's been such a groundbreaker in all her other
0: yeah. musical endeavours. Progressive. You know, she, yeah,
1: she went to country, she was the little country girl, and yeah. then she exploded in that. Yeah. And then she made the incredible switch over from country to pop, which Yeah. A deliberate switch. Yeah, she deliberate. rejected that yeah, that had, yeah. had built her up. Full image overhaul. Yeah. And so now and she cultivated such a following and had such an amazing success mm. that it seems odd to me that she would revert back to an incident that happened years ago that had a lot of heat on it. But rather than just going, no, I'm an innovator, I change, I roll with the times, I'm going to forget all that and I'm going to bring in 2017 Taylor Swift and this is what I'm all about. Do you find that that's strange that she's gone back? I don't think it's actually that strange when you look at,
0: um, I mean essentially her, her life is high school, right? So she's, yes. She revenge, karma, these are things that she, believes and she doesn't let things drop, even if that means dragging shit out from months or years ago. She needs to have the last word. The reason her life looks like high school is because she became famous as a teenager. So she's stunted in her growth. She because her experiences her experience of adulthood has become has it was completely skewed by money and fame when she was like fifteen years old. So you stop growing at that point because your interpretation your interpretations of normal adult behavior and what healthy relationships are They're completely different from ours. She's essentially high school queen bee um, who's never had to worry about like living in a share house or getting a first (laughs) shitty admin job or experiencing those first hits of humiliation that all of us experience when we turn 17, 18 and realise that we're not the centre of the universe.
1: Um, For her, high school hasn't ended. She's um, That would make sense. Yeah. She's she's, she's still playing out those. This um, is
0: still her game. Yeah. She's got far too much time to think about herself
1: and she's been rewarded with that behaviour with – Billions of dollars. So the thing that also with that new song that she brought out, the Look What You Made Me Do, that remi- she's got a song that I truly love from I think it was one of her first albums called Revenge. Oh, yeah. And she sings about um, very, very high school that she had a mm. boyfriend and this other girl – uh, swooped out of nowhere and stole him and so the whole song is about how she's going to get her revenge on this girl yeah. the song is so catchy yeah you can't help but love it and it's it's a so this song just so that's that's almost 10 years ago yeah that now she's doing kind of the same thing again and i i felt myself just wanting more from her it is a bit of a, a shame
0: but it's it's kind of understandable you know and she's built like she's got the cool group to sit with her world is still focused on teenage politics of who's going to the party and who's in a bitch fight with you on Instagram. Yes. This like being a mean girl, that's yes. a familiar
1: place for her. It's where she's comfortable because she hasn't grown out of that. But also in in fighting against the mean girls, mm. she has become the mean girl.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And she won't she won't grow out of that until if she, unless she completely removes herself from from the industry, it's just not possible. She will, you know, having like taking 6 weeks off Instagram is not You know, that's not going into hiding. That's just (laughs) you need to actually remove (laughs) yourself. That's just living your
1: your life, not through social media.
0: Yeah, Um, she needs to actually develop and grow outside of outside of fame, and that's very hard to resist. I get that. I mean, yeah, she's she is high school princess. I mean, physically, she looks like a teenager. She's almost a doll. She's got this like super girlish. Almost, she does. Yeah virgin kind of image. Yeah. To me, she's yeah. not a woman. She's like, even when
1: she tries to sex it up. She's got that young girl look yeah, about her. Yeah, there's this element of make-believe. Yeah.
0: Her image is still forming. She's still malleable. Um, there's a lot of genuine experience that she needs to have in order to really outgrow this this mean girl thing.
1: About getting boyfriends and losing oh, yeah. boyfriends and Man. getting revenge on the girls who stole the boyfriends. I mean, would you say that her love life has overshadowed her work? Oh, for sure. Yeah. What What would... I don't think that her career... Well, her focus is the men that she's had. Absolutely famous boyfriends, including Joe Jonas,
0: Taylor Lautner, Jake Gyllenhaal, John Mayer, Harry Styles, Connor Kennedy, Calvin Harris, (laughs) Tom Hiddleston. Can
1: I take you back to the middle of that list? Which one? Why would you break up with Jake Gyllenhaal? This is a question for the ages. Why? He's a
0: babe. He wears a pair of pants very well. He wears oh, wears a suit so well. Absolutely. Oh, anyway. But, you know, she has a type. You know, they're kind of like moody, emotional, rich white guys. Yeah. <laughs> they're all the
1: fucking same. She's she, heftened it, except just not one at a time. She's
0: absolutely heftened it. Yeah. She really has, like, even age range, she hasn't really. Um, yeah, she's so straight. She's so fucking straight. Yeah.
1: But then the problem with that is there and where she had beef with. Uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler because they were had a little dig at the That's Golden right. Globes yes. about um, how she's going to write a um, a horrible song about one of her ex-boyfriends. But it's yeah. true. Absolutely, yeah. She has a, a rinse, wash and repeat sort of cycle, oh, get she, together, yeah. break up, write a horrible song, write, yeah. write a mean song.
0: Yeah. She likes things like chemistry, first states, magic and, and whirlwind love affairs with these men these sort of guys who can send her a private jet to pick her up. That's yeah. that's her zone. She loves that because that fits in with that that princess aspiration. She said she's obsessed with all things Disney. Okay. So even though she's a smart woman, she's she says she's a feminist and she's progressive. Um, but there is this princess complex happening with her that yes. I, is somewhat, I think, part of because she's still so young emotionally. Yes. Um and she aspires for that something close to a storybook ending. So these guys, these guys line up with that image, and that is in aspiration. They're all a bit mysterious and handsome, and you know, mm-hmm. I'll rescue you, fair maiden. Um, fair maiden, I will have you. Yeah. So they, I mean, and they broke up because of long distance, jealous. They were jealous of her success, the pressures of fame. Um, but what is interesting is that these men become part of her story. If you're Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Yes. Um, is, you know, it's not the other way around. They're absorbed into her public life, very public. So privately, while she might be um, laying all of her cards on the table emotionally, outwardly we're seeing a woman who has these men in her life that benefit her career, and they benefit her work.
1: Yes, they do. Yeah, they really do. And she
0: uses them seemingly without shame or embarrassment to further her career and her. And image. you would think
1: that these guys know the deal as well before they've. Before you meet and fall in love with Taylor Swift, you, you understand yeah. what her current MO is.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So the fairy the fairytale princess thing. So this week, there was a really good article this week um, by Jane Caro um, where she suggests that falling for the fairytale romance is what gets women into trouble. Um, wholeheartedly would abs- agree with that. Yeah. Here's a quote from the article. I always felt sorry for Princess Diana. Look where her fairytale romance got her. My royal heroine is Elizabeth I, who never married, never had sex, never had kids, but ruled an empire, turning a bankrupt kingdom rent by religious division into a prosperous and peaceful country. Moreover, she died of old age in her own bed. Now, that's a role model. <laughs> Nevertheless, the false glamour of romance persists. So she suggests her concern, her concern with a romance that sweeps you off your feet yes. is that it throws women into a position of submission. Here's another quote. Trouble is when you're off your feet, you are unbalanced, vulnerable and cannot run away. Beware the man who must have you off your feet before he can woo you. He doesn't want to love you. He wants to rule you. The myth of romance persuades women to literally give up their identity, allowing themselves to be absorbed into the persona of their husband. Women give up their identity for romance and often their financial independence. They give up their freedom, their bodies and sometimes their personal safety. Some, about one a week in Australia, give up their lives.
1: One a week. Yep. Wow, that's way, way, way too much.
0: Way too much. Uh, it's something um, I'm reading. I just read *The Course of Love* by Alan Du Botton oh, yeah. and he talks about this this trap of of romance and falling under the the spell of
1: it's it's that really fairy this, this, tale of this meeting, hallmark. falling in love. Because that's that's the beginning. That's yeah. Mm. This hallmark and a Hollywood version of of what romance is, and it's it's big gestures and mm. it's 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 guys laying down just everything because they can't stop thinking about you they must have you and i completely agree i think jane Carrow makes a really good point yeah that it's 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 an uh unachievable uh fantasy
0: well it's just that it's fantasy um it's not
1: real life it's not real love and it leads you into a lot of trouble shit yeah and on of course, and it's all, it's all quite, um, you know, the start of relationships too where you think that, that's, that everything's going well and you ignore so many flags because you're so intoxicated by what the other person is doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, because we've Under been this fed banner. this thing about like, yeah. I want to be treated like a princess.
1: Yeah. Mm. Taylor Swift though, she's doing the same thing again and again and again. But yeah. hey, hats off to her. She's She's using it to her benefit every time.
0: Yeah, I just wonder how much it's, it's actually affecting her emotionally over time. It's interesting that she this is 28. Like deeply caring about <laughs> her emotional well-being of this young woman like she's my daughter, but
1: I feel a bit protective of her. And, but not so much with the relationships. You've also got the beef with Katy Perry. Let it go. Yeah, is that all fake? I don't know. But Katy Perry as well. Like everyone, you don't have to get along with everyone and sometimes really awful things happen between friends. Um, Yes, you're both in the public eye, but just both of you, let it go. Back to your corners.
0: Yeah, stop using it as a publicity thing as well. Yes. I mean, it's, it's such a good opportunity for both of them to be like, hey, to be a feminist means you don't have to like every bitch. That you meet. You don't have to be lifelong friends and support no. every woman. You can disagree.
1: Yeah. And also, obviously, something went wrong in that friendship. Someone has done something wrong and neither of them are willing to back down.
0: Let's peace out and get on with our lives. Why? Do you like Katy Perry?
1: I think I'm indifferent to Katy Perry. I think she's, she's a bit too pop culture for me.
0: Wait, a bit too mainstream, you mean? Or no, I think it's just a bit too cutesy. She is, she is like, she's that thing of like goes to Japan one time, Yes. and comes <laughs> back and is like, I am full kawaii now. Yeah, yes, Harajuku girl is my life. Which yes. I mean, I can't talk because I've got a, um, I've got a Hello Kitty jewelry box. I was the <laughs> same. Um, but she is another one who I reckon could benefit from taking a really fucking long break and yeah. just actually yeah. evolving a little bit.
1: I think so. Just. Yeah. Um, but wouldn't someone, I feel like someone like Katy Perry has it in her to just go away and come out with something amazing. I think she's fairly talented. Oh, for sure. I think she's definitely got it, but I don't know. Something's happening. Something happens between that, that talent and what she's creating and the end product that makes me just go, "Eh."
0: there's a disconnect there. And I don't know if it's just, um, I don't know. I feel a lot of sympathy for her. She's almost exactly my age. Um. So she's someone that I've sort of followed. I'm like, where, where is she at Like yeah. emotionally? And she's yeah. gone through a divorce and she's gone through giant friendship bust-ups and this like crazy level of fame. Yeah. And, um, you can see it written all over her face that even when she was doing promo for this last tour, you can see she's going through some shit.
1: She didn't seem to enjoy that at all. No, she seems very but also, that um, would be unstable. That would be the worst thing in the world. I can't imagine having to do publicity for something like that.
0: Some, something so personal as well. Something
1: so personal. Everyone wants. Everyone wants to ask you about your personal life and yeah. all kinds of very yeah. invasive. And it's just questions. a given that
0: it's that you're willing to to um, put it all out there because you've chosen one aspect, your music, yeah, and um, yeah, I guess your fashion and your public image. You've chosen to share that, and yeah. then it's just this given that everyone can then pick apart all yeah. the offshoots of that. Yes.
1: And you, yeah, you are for the public taking.
0: Yeah, there's no such thing as being off duty. So Swifties come back to old beefs, which in her own way might be her way of working through that shit and then say, like, in two years, you're going to see her actually move on. You know, you sometimes need to revisit and go, hey, what the fuck happened there? Yeah, Um, it's true. Catharsis.
1: Yeah. That's not the word.
0: Is it? Uh, Yeah, catharsis. Catharsis.
1: That sounds wrong. How's everyone going? (sighs) Is everyone
0: good? Let's take a break.
1: I'm getting another scotch. (laughs) <laughs> that's clown music oh <laughs> <laughs> that's clown porn <laughs> for a whole other day yeah okay we're gonna break. get
0: another we're gonna get another beer and break. uh we'll be back We are back. We just took a little break to Take get a another break. drink.
1: What are you drinking? Pia peed for the 16th no, time I today. I a lot. It's just, there's so much. Or oh, I'm it's just wrong because nor- I never do. It's a fucking normal human amount. <laughs> I drink I, a lot of water. Should I go see someone? You about absolutely this? should. It's so tedious. I've got better things to do with my time. Men who read in the toilet would disagree with you. <laughs> <me. laughs> Sanctuary time. Yeah, that's so fucking gross. Sanctuary time. Um, I just get bored. I'm like, and I get really angry. For you, is it like having to get petrol?
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> Every time you need to pay, you're like, oh, I gotta stop what I'm doing. Oh,
1: got to stop. I got to buy chocolate because I'm there because mm. I have no other choice. People at the petrol station, the cashiers are so pushy. Do you want anything else? Do you want? Do you want some chocolates, two for
0: one? They're they're almost offended. Like you, you have personally like not done them a favor, and it's only two dollars fifty. Like, does Mentos give and them the other a one is free? Yeah. Like, but I just want the one. I don't need. I don't need two. I don't need a month's fucking supply of I just want one. Gum. I just want one. Stop trying to fucking push V on me as well and Red Bull. <laughs> and save, no it, Red Bull. save it for the tradies. They've got their mate in the car. Yeah. They are benefiting
1: from the two for one deal. I don't need two lots of three twirls. I mean I do, but I'm not going to. love twirls. Twirls are so good. Twirls are great. Underrated, They're I really think. they really good. They're just not fancy. They're not mucking around. Twirls are a humble, yep. delicious chocolate. Mm, 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 now I want chocolate. Thank mm. you very much for that. Now uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Meghan Markle. Megan, I'm still not sold. Meghan Markle um, who, looking into her, the thing that struck me the most was that she just seems like a normal chick in as much as a actress, a well-known actress can be. Yeah. She seems just kind of regular. Okay. Um, so she was born on August 4, 1981, so she's just turned 36. Mm-hmm. She was born and raised in Los Angeles uh, and her father is Caucasian and her mum is African-American. Mm-hmm. So, And she's spoken a lot uh, recently about growing up as a mixed race child mm-hmm. and the effects that that had on her and not really feeling like she belonged in either community. hmm So her mum is a psychotherapist and a yoga instructor and her dad um, was a lighting director who worked on the show Married with Children.
0: Oh, that's a cool fun fact. such
1: a good show. Uh, She's a graduate from the university, um, the Northwestern University, Mm -hmm. uh, which is near Chicago, where she completed a bachelor's degree in theatre and international studies.
0: Oh, interesting that she left LA to go and do that. Yeah. That could only benefit you, surely, if you've grown up. In the Hollywood in system, your dad works yeah. in the industry. Yeah. You gotta get out there yeah. and do
1: something else. And she's gone out, she studied. Uh, so and then right before she graduated, in two thousand and two, she played the role of Jill in General Hospital. Which I've never I've never really seen General Hospital. And this part really made me laugh. She was a deal on no deal briefcase model <gasps> for two years. I know someone who did that. Really? Yeah. A friend of mine did it for a while. Think interesting on IMDB, it actually lists <laughs> that uh, in the you know, appearances. Mm. And she's herself. She was briefcase model number 24. She was briefcase, briefcase model number 11. She was briefcase model 12 in 2006 to 2007. Is that necessary? Completely unnecessary. <laughs> I love it, though. I love <laughs> that the numbers are there as well. But the numbers are there. Um, also listed on IMDb, she pa- appeared in the rom com A Lot Like Love, which is Ashton Kutcher and Amanda Peet. Uh, she's credited as being Hot Girl. <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree in theatre. Yeah. I could probably, like, flush out this character if you wanted me to. If, like, you, give me, if you could give her a name, like, that would help me get in stone? Yeah. Uh So hot girl. And then, I actually didn't know this, I'm a big fan of this show. She she had two episodes on the show Fringe playing junior agent Amy Jessup oh. next to my true love Joshua Jackson.
0: Sharesies on that one. <laughs>
1: Part time with you. Part <laughs> time with me. Part time with me. And uh, in 2011, she landed the role of paralegal super smart sex bot with a closet full of pencil skirts, Rachel Zane. Oh, I actually didn't notice, me- actually didn't mention that her real name is Rachel Megan Markle. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I'm assuming that must be some kind of um, union thing where there was already um, someone known as oh. Rachel Markle. Okay. So and that she's been on that ever since. So, um, have you seen any of Suits? I haven't watched Suits. I've been told that it's great, and I should. It's really good. It's it's your it's New York law firm. Um, they only hire um, Harvard educated lawyers. Mm-hmm. Um, very elitist in that sense, but it centres on uh, two guys who are basically trying to outsmart the world, and above all, if I can quote. Uh, Rose Dewitt find ways to congratulate themselves on being masters of the universe. Oh God. Which they do again and again and again and again. <laughs> and her boyfriend, Dinette, is this um, – he wasn't Harvard educated, but he – um, has a photographic memory, so he gets through life. Being oh, interesting! Crazy smart.
0: Am I, am I supposed to feel, feel sorry for these guys, these masters of the universe? Law, kind of. Ugh,
1: they how? use the word "backs against the wall" a lot. Like oh, right. it's okay. not so much about the cases that they have; it's usually about some other rival firm trying to take them down. And they've got this seems fight like the problems and... of a very small percentage of. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but very successful show. She has also done. She's very much into charity. That makes me read things and go, "What have I done with my life?" Um, she has worked with World Vision Canada um, Mm -hmm. for the last few years and is a United Nations advocate. Good for her. Right. But what I really liked was that she had travelled to India earlier this year um, with World Vision Canada um, and met young women who – we were explaining to her that because of very lack of uh, poor um, feminine hygiene, that mm. quite often that they would, because they don't have um, pads, they don't have tampons, they don't have bathrooms to clean themselves up in, um, quite often that they'll skip school or eventually they just end up dropping out. How horrific that this is still happening. Right? That's it, it, it's something so, to me, fixable. Like... Or oh, teachable?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, this is half of the population. This is a physical thing that we go through regularly. Let's uh, let's all be sympathetic towards this and set up the stuff that we need to get through it and get on with our lives. It just blows my mind. And I, it blows I'm, my mind. I remember being a, a kid and and that that shame and embarrassment of like having to go and get a pad from your bag and like put it up your jumper sleeve. Oh yeah, and then go and um. And then go and like sneak off to the bathroom and like be really, really quiet when you are unwrapping it because you didn't want any of the other girls no in the one stall did, to yeah, know. No, and then put it in the bin. And then oh, then some like not all of the stalls would have the sanitary bin, so you'd have to go to like you'd have to figure out which was the one, and that would be your
1: toilet, which blows my mind in a female toilet. Just every single one, just every one of them. Yep, I remember years ago I worked at a um, a very small in a very small office that only had two um, two bathrooms. Mm. There is a girl one and a guy one, and. One of the guys had gone to the girl toilet and come out and, like, announced to the office, it's like, why is there a bin in the toilet? What's that about? Oh. And we had to sit there and go, well, um... Christ. <laughs> and the look of just he had no idea why there would be a bin. And this was a grown man this is not some little kid wow this is a grown-up in the western world in the going. western world and then he sort of started going on about how small it was and it's ran up against the toilet and what's this about and like read okay, the room just, just have a stop and have a thing
0: <laughs> just for a second yeah. it reminds me of like those like ads for tampons in the 90s where the man would be bamboozled by having to like <laughs> buy them what what touch do you have them to buy so back to Megan. <laughs> so they've been together for a year.
1: Yeah. Do we know how they met? Uh, they got introduced uh, through a mutual friend, which also blew my mind because Sounds so normal.
0: <laughs> and you know Harry, um, his <laughs> real name's Henry, isn't it? It is. Uh. Um, He has the touch of the hefts. He's had blonde, mm-hmm. super British.
1: Yes. Girls who look like they fucking love a pint. Yes. Um, he has a type, and this one, yeah. and Then this is a deviation from his regular. Absolutely, he
0: has. He's clunied.
1: would He's he has fully clunied. <laughs> yes, yeah, deviated and just won like the single lottery. And it's like, look, it's not just yeah. about blonde versus brunette. It's a whole, it's um, a whole package, a whole other level. Um, yeah, and it's
0: I feel like it's an intellectual step up.
1: Yes, mm. not just party girl. We're in our teens. Mm. Let's have fun. I mean, you're you can hot. be a
0: party girl and still be yeah. intelligent and, yeah. and bright and and. Ambitious, but um, I feel like with a girl like Megan, he's really stepping it up.
1: And mm. apparently they were dating for about three or four months before it even broke that they were together. Love that. And that must be pretty cool to be able to have a little little relationship bubble even uh, though you're dating yeah. the most, you know, famous bachelor on the planet now that George Clooney's married. I imagine that must have been a um, very sexy time. Surely. Uh, he is currently in still in line for the throne yep. behind um, Charles William... George and Charlotte. Yep. He's, uh, he's, fifth. Ab- he's about to be bunked down the lift. Uh, oh, list shit, by yeah, because she's pregnant again. Baby number three. Yeah. Um but up until so there was something called the Royal Marriages Act in seventeen seventy two, mm-hmm. which prohibited senior members of the royal family to marry someone who has been divorced. <laughs> in brackets, or Catholic. Mm. So Meghan Markle is divorced. She's American. She, okay. Yeah. But so then in 2013, the Traditional Marriages Act, the Royal Marriages Act, was repealed in favour of the Successions to the Crown Act. So the new act means that only the first six in line to the throne, so still currently um, Prince Harry, need the Queen's permission in order to marry. If she objects to an individual, the marriage will not happen. I love that she has that power. So much power. Mm. So, she's got a few hurdles to get through. So, imagine you've met this really nice guy, things are going well. You're picturing your little ranga babies. Yeah. Then you have to go and meet your in law, who yeah. is the queen, who will decide if your relationship will continue or not.
0: It's a lot of pressure.
1: That's a lot of pressure.
0: But if you've ever dated a Greek guy, it's very similar. <laughs> <laughs> so, Harry's come out and defended his girlfriend, and really try to protect her from that, like try to get ahead of the curve and say, yes. hey, this is my girlfriend. Fuck It's like, yeah, we're acknowledging it. This is yeah. my girlfriend. Stop hounding her. Yes. Stop being racist assholes. Yes. Um, let her be a little bit. Yeah. Like he's acknowledging his position that this is, that moving forward this is going to be tough and that like um, he understands she's a person of interest to the press. Yes. Yeah, because he's she's dating him. It's not coming from a place of ignorance, like just let us live our lives in peace. It's like no. we get it. We're going to be public figures. We're going to be representatives yeah. of the country. Yeah. Um, but also just back the fuck up. Just back up. Which was cool. I liked him for doing that. That's Releasing pretty nice. A statement. it's very, yeah. apparently very rare as well that they release statements about the press. Yeah. yeah in response really to I mean, press actions. It's yeah, very rare. rare.
1: And I think that that'd be a nice little... Uh, That'd be a little warm a heartwarming moment for her to go, Aw, yeah, my boyfriend. boyfriend. Totally told off the press. He's so nervous. I
0: can see why you get sucked into this shit.
1: Oh, right.
0: I can see how it would happen. Have you read um there's a really excellent book called The Royal We? No. Written by uh, the two girls who run the Go Fug Yourself website. Um, and they're, they're really interested in royal fashion and royal protocol and they've written this um, this fictional account of a young girl who meets a prince at uni um, and they fall in love and it, it's very closely modelled. Right, it's on, Kate Middleton's story. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's um, the Kate character is a bit more feisty and spirited and a okay. bit rough around the edges and she's got this like um, this loose cannon sister okay. who's the opposite of Pippa who's the fucking most
1: boring woman in the world. Like I love that her notoriety was oh. that she wore a, a bridesmaid's dress. Yeah, it's for her ass. that She wore a dress. Yeah. In her sister's
0: wedding. She's just, I mean, I'm sure she's a lovely woman, but to me she's just so it, it, it unusual boring. That, it is like
1: an unusual that she gets so much media attention when she doesn't really seem to do anything but just go about her day.
0: Yeah, in terrible shoes. <laughs> I've never noticed her shoes. There's no sexy... Um, there's no sex element to her. Is it because so they're beige. weighing her down
1: because she weighs nothing?
0: <laughs> I want to skinny shame her. Oh, they're both very true. lean. They are both very lean. Um, but stiff wind is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> She's a woman who could she could use a stiff wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're um, they're turning that book into a movie as well.
1: Oh, fun! I watched that.
0: The Kate Middleton character is I cannot her name escapes me right now. But you're going to give it to me.
1: Suzanne, no. Cheryl.
0: <laughs> I don't mean like that. You just oh, gonna right. pull it out of thin air. You're gonna you're gonna come on this journey with me, and you're gonna get it. Okay. Uh, she was the chick. Um, she's short, very pretty face. She plays like the. She's in the Duff. She's got dark hair. May She's, Whitman. Yes, thank you. Okay. Sarcastic kind of um yep. Oh, love her. Very love fast. Her. She plays that character and she gets like the full princess makeover, but does it in a way that's not so pretty woman. She was that in hopefully has
1: a bit of an edge and a bit when of When a man loves a woman and she was the cutest little girl. She oh, was like a little baby. Sidebar. So um, back to so so back to Megan. Megan. So I think it, I think there's something really nice about how um, normal she seems. I think you know she's she used to run also used to run a life, She had her own lifestyle website called the Tig. Okay. Um, that was um, all about food and travel and beauty and fashion, kind of like a la goop. Yeah. Um, but she closed it in April 2017. So oh. that was kind of another nod of like oh, she's shutting down that oh okay there That's are other focuses coming out to play it might not be but there was certain speculation that that was that was a reason why because her relationship was heating up and it's not maybe not something that the um the royal family would necessarily approve of
0: So this is where it starts this sucks yes. it's yeah. already her shutting down her yeah. we're just
1: gonna we're gonna whittle you down her into passion this,
0: projects really
1: yeah into this this um version of yourself that the public that the the royal family want to project obviously wow. and maintain so
0: and it's while, while you're falling in love, you're just really susceptible to these kind of, um, these things that you, you just think of as little compromises but actually that's like sucking away some of your personality slowly, yeah, slowly. Yeah. I mean it seems like she has potential to be more of a spokeswoman. I mean with her charity I work think so. and she's yeah. got.
1: Um, fun fact. Tell us your fun Number I love fun one. facts. She has an ex-husband, Trevor Engelson. He has had comedy pilots being commissioned that tells a story of a divorced mother who moves to London and marries a prince, <gasps> and her ex husband, who now uh, and her ex husband, who they have to share custody uh, of his children with. So it's all about this guy who has to share custody with a member of the royal family. That's insane. Even though we're divorced and you've moved on, so this- I'm just gonna get in there and keep tugging on. It's been approved. They're, they're, it's going to be on. Um, uh, I think it's ABC. I would watch that show. How is that? Life imitating art and he's just cashing in. Shit. On her, uh, his ex-wife's um, life, <laughs> which is, oh, that'd be a strongly worded text. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. It'd just be, um, maybe don't use my life as fodder for your... Uh, comedy pilot. Yeah. Maybe think of something else. Maybe be original. Yeah, maybe come up with something. I mean, it's yeah. a really cool premise and I'm definitely watching that show. Fun fact number two and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has uh, two half siblings. So mm-hmm. it, it's very, it, in the tabloids it says that they're a strain. You never quite can tell. Um, so her sister uh, is writing a tell-all book entitled oh, The Diary of Princess Pushy's Sister. Oh, <gasps> Uh, she's a mum of three. Um, she's 52 year old, year old, lives in Florida. Um, Samantha claims that she has barely spoken to Megan since she was diagnosed with multi- multiple sclerosis in 2008. How That's an interesting connection to make. I'm curious that. You know, that's what she's throwing out. Her sister has gone on the record calling Megan a social climber who has barely spoken to her sister since she was diagnosed. Uh, she has said such wonderful other things as the royal family would be appalled by what she's done to her own family. The truth would kill her relationship with Prince Harry. Her behaviour is certainly not fitting of a royal family member. I didn't feel a separation from her until I was in the wheelchair. Thank you, family. Wow,
0: well, that's Ooh, thank s- you. sensational accusations there
1: oh and here are the lines bit samantha also reveals exclusively to the uk's the sun Mm -hmm. uh she's planning to star in a reality show which she thinks would make for incredible viewing
0: she sounds like a bitch just
1: riding coattails her other her brother thomas was arrested in january 12 this year in oregon for allegedly holding a gun to a woman's head during a drunken argument so that that to me sounds like a legit um worry like i don't know this is not cool so that is Megan Markle, and no doubt we'll see and read much more from her. But I thought it was really interesting, just because she's always in, especially now she's in all the headlines. She's always in the oh, paper, yeah.
0: and I, I didn't I, really know who she was. I, I will admit that I lap that shit up, like her Vanity Fair cover and stuff. I want to, I, I kind of do want to see her, like her fashion choices and what she does with charity stuff, and yeah, know, if it's they an engaged, interesting evolution, yeah for sure. Yeah, like I'm. I suck, but like, I will want to know who designs her wedding dress. I will be clicking
1: on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's, I think because she's so, for me, she's very likable. Yeah. Do you like her? I do. I think she's, she's got such a very everyday quality, which sounds weird when you're talking about someone who is ridiculously good looking. Yeah. She's she grew quite up in successful. LA. She's yeah. grown, grown up in LA. She's very successful. She's dating a prince. Yeah. So to say that she has something very likable quality about her, um, This is kind of nice. Do you think she has that in a way that Kate Middleton doesn't? Kind of. I feel like Kate Middleton is that few more steps reserved, but maybe that's just because she's been in the royal family for so long and that's what you've got to do. You've got to put up all those walls and you've got to play that role. And I think her edges were rubbed away pretty early. Yeah. But I think it'll be really interesting to see what happens next. Meghan
0: Markle. So the life of a a future princess. Yeah. Did you ever want to be a princess?
1: Never. Ever. Did you? no. No, absolutely not.
0: It seems like a lot of um, a lot of tedious, uh, busy work oh, with no yeah. real
1: power. No, and it's it's very um, it's very image based. And I can't imagine. And I will say this often: I can't imagine not being able to just. Oh, I'm out of milk, which drives me nuts. But yeah. the ability to just go out and get it, you can't do. Oh,
0: that. Oh no, you can't. You can't do that. You you don't even get your own money. No, from watching Kate Middleton. Like it seems like a lot of time getting your hair blow dried, and that's about it's like, so
1: it's ninety percent hair. B-
0: yeah, it's like nine, 9 a.m. blow dry. Yeah, um, then you're going to be reading stories at a local kindergarten, and yes. then off to a
1: ball. Yes, and th- you'll put on some beautiful long sleeve dress. Yeah, cool, fine. And then go get your hair blow yeah. dried again. And it's like,
0: um, like fine, but like, could I also like like go to that council meeting about like rebuilding the kingdom wall? That seems mm-hmm. like something I could mm-hmm. contribute to, or like, yep. there's this union rally about the pumpkin coach, the guys who run that thing, I feel like I could be involved. <laughs> and then I could just go as a representative
1: yeah. at the Crown. Just, you know, you know. offer up my It's like, my oh, no, no, just, just the ball thing. That's <laughs> what you're going to be doing. We just really want you to sit there yeah. and just look really good. I wouldn't mind being always queen. in like front of.
0: I would, I would not mind being queen, okay. um, but I would want a pants option. Could she not
1: pants? Is it only when she's up in Scotland Castle that she pants? I haven't
0: seen a queen in pants, but I would
1: be rocking pants. Yeah, when she's always, like, cruising around in her Land Rover.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. She, like, cool. drives
1: around. She was yeah, in a being, panic in the war. being like, queen, badass. That is fucking badass. Being queen is very different to being a princess. You know, Harry was born the day after me mm-hmm. and my mum got asked by the local news if she could be interviewed yeah. about what it was like to be in labour at the same time as Princess Di. Oh, my God, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Mum said no. I was not a pretty baby, so maybe... <laughs> Maybe there's something to read into that. <laughs>
0: Maybe, yeah, yeah. The, prin- the the Princess thing is definitely not for me. Even not with the dresses me. and stuff, like no. You know, I don't even. I don't even think that's. I don't even think that's what it is for me. I don't. I don't think women want to wear the pretty dresses or be rescued. I think that they just want to not carry a
1: handbag for one fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And how do you blow off steam? Because like you come home and you're in the castle and you can be like, oh, just. Can we just order like dirty fish and chips? Surely that's what you do. And you put on your onesie and you scoot around. And like, let's just watch a movie from the nineties. Like, let's put on Clueless.
0: I don't know if they have TVs in the castle. I haven't done. I didn't do it. I went to um, London last month and I went to Buckingham Palace. Oh, did you? Um, Didn't go in. And I didn't go to the Queen's
1: residence. And like, surely, surely they've got got a big ass TV with just access to anything. They had Netflix before anyone else in the world did. Surely. I don't, doesn't that seem so common as i to watch netflix <laughs> that's kind of like it but i like the idea of just wills and kate just like
0: cuddling up on uh, the couch they have I, they have spoken about that i'm sure they have they've spoken and i don't know if that's a, a pr move to be like be one of the people talk about how you're watching game of thrones yeah. for, the,
1: for fuck's sake
0: <laughs> that is the universal connector i don't watch it i've never seen it either I feel like I've absorbed enough of it to understand its pop culture connections and when people talk about I, Odor and shit, I'm like, yeah, I'm with you. I
1: worry about what happens when it's over. Like what, what does everyone talk about? Because it's really interesting. It's watching other people talk about Game of Thrones, which is fascinating when you don't have any idea yeah. what who well, the characters are and what's happened. Uh, and so you're watching like fully grown men be yeah. like, oh, my God, Odor. See, I'm using it in the wrong context because I don't understand what it is. That's a place, isn't it? No, it's something a guy says. That's the only. That's he's the only thing he can say. Oh wow, okay. I don't, and it's in reference to some. I don't. Yeah, I do not Only because people in the office scream it out and then giggle. My lack of interest <laughs> is showing quite clearly. I just don't. I just don't care. Uh, and on that note, thanks everybody for listening. What's our email address? Be please podcast at Gmail. That's us. Let's. Um, that's us. Bitched
0: and purged. <laughs> Uh, But definitely hit us up, say hi, and uh, let us know if there's anybody you want to talk about, anything you want to talk about, anything you want to get off your chest.
1: Yeah. I just pushed my chest out when I said that. (laughs) I noticed. So gross. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Uh, (laughs) So until next time, we'll catch you. Yeah, goodbye. See you. (laughs) That was better. (laughs)